How are we doing guys? Welcome to episode number 15 of the Studio 7 Fitness Podcast with your host Michael Lindsay. I hope all is good with you and you're having a productive week so far. So back to a solo podcast today and the title of this one is called The Problem with Perfection. So you hear a lot about um, oh, that that person's a perfectionist or I'm a bit of a perfectionist. You hear it quite a lot. Um, but sometimes that strive for perfection can be deliberating. And we're going to uh, talk about that over the next however long, 20 minutes, half an hour, however long it takes. And just break it down a little bit and to talk about the the downside um, of perfectionism. So perfectionism, guys, basically is the striving to reach what is ultimately something that can be unobtainable. Um, and then what happens as a result, that feeling miserable and disappointed um, because you haven't reached that goal. So sometimes these are kind of un- unob- unobtainable or unreachable goals. So sometimes perfectionists will set impossibly high standards for themselves um, and for others around them, you know, not just themselves. So, And they tend to be extremely self-critical you know, if they don't get, you know, an A plus on an exam, for example, beat themselves up, or as they could have got an A, but they didn't get an A plus. So they they did very well, but not to their standards. Now, a certain amount can be empowering and motivating. Um, you know, who doesn't want to win the race or get an A plus in a test? You know, most people do. Um, however, the difference between well, basically, there's a difference between setting high standards for yourself and trying to achieve them and then being a perfectionist. So what's the difference? So a perfectionist kind of measures the success in terms of just the outcome, literally the outcome only. And if they don't achieve what they set out to do, if they don't achieve that goal, that will just lead them to bad mood, low self-esteem, feelings of failure, depression, Um and sometimes when they actually succeed, so they actually get, you know, reach the goal that they've set, they still sometimes aren't happy because they then tend to minimize the results, said, oh, it, you know, it was too easy or, um, you know, they feel, you know, it was worthless, you know, so what if I, if I aced it, it wasn't hard enough, um, you know, this can lead to that social isolation as well and and little tolerance to others as well. Um, it's basically the gold medal of nothing with them, you know, and, you know, no prizes for, for second best. Um, so on the flip side, for those who are highly motivated, opposite to, I suppose, I say opposite, but different to um, the perfectionists in a way, the highly motivated people they actually enjoy the journey so they're not blinded along the way if you know what i mean whereas the perfectionist is just you know blinkers on head down this is what i have to do and there's no there's no failing there's no second place that nothing will be good enough kind of thing whereas someone who's highly motivated they'll enjoy that process and enjoy the journey to get to the goal um and they will see merits in their efforts, even if they fall short. So if they get a B or a B plus, they say, oh, well, that's, that's pretty good. And they're happy with that. Um, and any mistakes or setbacks they, they made, they don't beat themselves up. They just use that as a bit of feedback. Okay, so I could have done a bit better if I did this and this. Okay, next time I'll, 
I'll change her or as if a perfectionist got to be it would be the end of the world okay so that's kind of the difference so it's that kind of negative self-talk of a perfectionist then it would be like oh you know I failed um I'm a loser I'll never be any good those type of things they will say to themselves if they don't get to what they think they should have got um whereas the higher the person who's looking for that you know still highly achieved but they're more highly motivated than a perfectionist they, they'd be disappointed but they know they worked hard and they tried their best on the day and that's all they can do so that's the different viewpoint on those two people so you can still be you know highly motivated and achieve well um and that's the difference with the perfectionist because if they don't get that a plus or that first place then they're a loser never be any good i'm a failure and they'll jump to that negative um, thinking so there's um kind of a few little myths of perfectionism as well um the first one being that you know an independent state of perfection actually exists so this this you know idyllic perfection perfected state of being um you know where unicorns run free and everything is you know perfect the fact is nothing is perfect you know everything is relative in the eye of the beholder um so that's just important to 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 notice um that you know they believe there's this perfection this place where you know everything's going to be spot on but because they're looking for that and they fall short because it doesn't exist then you know that that that's going to be a problem um one of the other myths is perfection can be achieved if i work hard enough so if i work 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 i can reach this perfection and again the fact is nobody can achieve what doesn't exist so this constant say search for this euphoric place will just lead to more stress and exhaustion because you won't get there so you know that's important to um to look at you know if you're looking at a rose for example and has a couple of blemishes on it does that take from the beauty of the rose you know have a think about that it's still a beautiful rose isn't it it might have one or two blemishes on it but it's not it's not wilted or it's not dead there's a couple of little blemishes so it's not 100 percent perfect but does that doesn't take away from its beauty does it it's still a beautiful flower so kind of think about that when you're when you're thinking about perfection it's a good um, analogy um one of the other myths is perfection will make you happy (laughs) um the fact though unfortunately is they'll end up in this vicious cycle that will ultimately make them unhappy with themselves and with other people as well so we'll go through this vicious cycle of perfectionism now with you so the cycle starts with um the setting of impossible goals or unlikely goals you know they they set them tend to be unrealistic so perfectionists will set an impossible goal this then leads to them failing to attain this unobtainable unobtainable goal so that leads you into some self-criticism a negative thought process of your perceived failure to get to the task or get to the goal um these thoughts this kind of generates this self-blame overgeneralization of negative thoughts these thoughts then will lead into feelings so they can be feelings of frustration depression um 
and then that can affect your actual behavior so your productivity level and motivation will drop you know and ironically perfectionists instead of facilitating and nurturing success they actually block it um because they'll frequently reset the same goal again even though and they said oh i'm gonna i'm gonna succeed this time or they'll set another unrealistic goal and again this whole cycle um continues this vicious cycle you know what you tend to have is i suppose you call it the cost of perfectionism you have if you look at the perfectionist guide to results so you have success and failure and in the middle would be good enough so sometimes good enough is 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 fine is perfect however a perfectionist wouldn't see it as that they just see it as black and white so you either fail or succeed good enough to them is still a failure because it hasn't got that 100%, it hasn't got that first place or that A+. plus, So they don't see good enough. They, they, they just totally disregard good enough. That's a failure, okay? Um, it's either success or nothing, do you know? So there's a few kind of thinking patterns, and I, I touched on thinking patterns before in a previous podcast. Um, we're just going to run through a couple of them. Um, these maintain perfectionism. Um, so we'll run through a few of them with you now. So one of these thinking errors could be all or nothing thinking. So an example of this would be you must achieve 100%. Nothing else will do. It's all or nothing. Okay, nothing else is good enough if you don't get 100%. Okay, um, another error would be labelling, another common uh, thinking error. So when you don't achieve the goal, you label yourself. And we've probably all done it, you know, I've done it before. Oh, you're stupid, you're useless, you can't do anything, you know. So we're labelling ourselves, we're talking to ourselves in a negative form because we haven't achieved sometimes this unrealistic goal. Um, A third thinking error could be should statements. So you set unreal expectations um, and then you burden yourself with other people's expectations as well. You know, I should have done this, should have done that. Um, Catastrophizing is another thinking error. I made one mistake I'm done. I have to start all over again. Whereas that could, they could keep going, but no, I'm done. I'm going to have to start right from the beginning again because I didn't succeed. So you're catastrophizing whatever's happened. So, you know, it's one mistake. The next thinking error would be mind reading. And we'll all kind of pretend we're mind readers at some stage. So you assume other people are judging you for your failure or for the failure. So you failed at something, you had this task, you failed at it. Nobody else maybe have really even noticed, but you're thinking everyone is judging you for for failure and you're a failure and that's what everyone's thinking. So this mind reading, you're assuming everyone's thinking that you're a failure. Uh, Next one would be negative mental filtering. So your only focus is the negative. That's your only focus. You minimize any positive. So you're filtering out the positive, should we say, and you're only, only focusing in on the negative. So you're minimizing any positive at all and only focus on the negative. So that's another thinking area that maintains this perfectionism. Next one, overgeneralizing. You receive one bit of criticism and you conclude it is all worthless. So you're always gonna get comments. We've all had them, I've had them, everyone's had them. You know, you might get them online or whatever. You're gonna receive, people just love to criticize some people. That's just there, Um, generally because they wouldn't do what you're doing. Um, and they quite happy to, to type it out 
because and give you a, a bit of grief or a bit of criticism but something they wouldn't be prepared to do themselves so um but with perfectionists if they get one bit of criticism they can say it's worthless you know it's not good enough um you know this over generalizing thinking okay and then the last one emotional reasoning so you feel like a loser so you conclude you are one so that feeling um you treat that feeling as a fact so you feel a failure and a loser so you say okay i am one you conclude that you are one even though that's just a feeling and it's not facts but that's that's how you um rationalize it um and this kind of behavior patterns we mentioned earlier the certain behavior patterns that maintain this perfectionism as well so postponing or delaying finishing tasks um things like avoiding um repeatedly checking correcting not making decisions not delegating you know no timelines being super competitive <clears throat> and narrowing your focus and seeing people perfectionists spend to like sp tend to spend a lot of time on the task and they sometimes end up not moving forward at all because they're so fixated on this goal and if they fail they go back to the beginning and they don't actually move forward so they're not they're also not allowing any time for relaxation it's just full on full on full on so we need to we need to you know you know work out how we can free ourselves from this and how do we how do we free ourselves from this kind of perfection perfectionist state of mind um kind of name and shame would be the first one really is you know accept your striving for perfection you know and accept this striving for perfection is actually a first cousin to your inner critical voice you know we just need to learn the language so you know if alarm bells should start ringing in your head if your thoughts have phrases like okay i i should or i'm a failure or i'm no good if those type of things are in your narrative in your brain then you know you should be kind of red flags here alarm bells are sounding um and we need to make sure we drop the knot from not good enough okay you are good enough and sometimes good enough is 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 plenty you don't need to be 100 percent perfect so we need to talk back to that inner negative critic you know if you need to catch yourself and i i used to be the same i call myself an idiot because my memory wasn't great short term and i forget things and you're such an idiot but then it's like actually i'm not <laughs> i'm not a loser i'm not stupid you know i'm i'm fairly intelligent <laughs> so you just need to talk back to yourself and that negative critic so it's not true that i'm a loser so you're talking back to yourself sometimes it doesn't like that so you need to get in control you know i did my best the b grade is very good which it is you know i got plenty of b's i was happy out <laughs> do you know what i mean the odd a but like you know i you know class b is good most people would apart from the perfectionist so we need to talk back to that cricketer so if you start calling yourself names actually say stop it's not true that i'm an idiot or I'm a loser okay so we need to really work on that we also need to separate our worth from our work so your worth as a person is not defined by what you do or what others think okay so that's important to i said it again separate your worth from your work so your worth as a person is not defined by what you do or what others think about you so i heard that before you know <clears throat> you know you don't let the opinions of others shape your own reality and i think that's very important because we get caught up in what you know 
worrying about what other people think and that's when we get stuck um and you know if we we start not worrying about that if you're just going with how you're feeling and what you want to do um and forget whatever people's opinion on it is you know okay some things might work some things don't but at least you went and did it so don't kind of stop yourself because of someone else's opinion has nothing to do with what your future looks like um so what you need to say is my work is good enough sometimes it's very good but it doesn't define who i am and that's important to um to notice also just to search and celebrate the positive so if you feel yourself being critical um take a moment to go in and search of the positive because it's always there obviously a lot of us are clouded but generally are on the defense kind of negative um survival mode a lot of the time and we tend to struggle to see the positive in things but it is there so we need to go and search for it because you'll find it for sure <clears throat> other points would be practice making mistakes mistakes is where you grow you know i've made plenty still doing it and i'm learning there's things have worked in the gym things that haven't worked in the gym but um i learn from them and okay let's try something else so you know it's it's in mistakes and failure is where you grow and then that's huge um and you know if you everyone's failed at some way shape before everyone's failed something an exam or driving test or whatever <clears throat> um you know i passed second time um i learned from the first test i did um in regards to driving and then i passed the second time so sometimes we need to lower standards a little bit and make deliberate mistakes so allow it to become more familiar and less scary because we'll think if if we fail it's the end of the world but it's it's not really you know in the grand scheme of things so this kind of helps reduce the fear of failure a little bit so it's fine to make mistakes just practice it like anything um and also we all we have lots of all of us have imperfections um and we need to embrace these imperfections rather than as i said looking at the rose earlier on and the blemishes it's still beautiful um we all have our own hang-ups and and things that we we feel like you know we we're, we're not quite this and we want to look like this or we're not happy with this but um everyone's unique everyone's brilliant in their own right so you know just you know embrace remind yourself that you're you're only human we don't get everything right <laughs> nobody's 100% spot on and perfect the whole time so it's just part of who we are but that's actually that's nice that's a good thing to be you know imperfect so to speak you know because we're unique we're unique as people um so embrace it guys you know as i said earlier treat your mistakes with respect um encourage us to kind of celebrate the cracks that are in everything really after all that's how the light gets in the light gets in through the cracks i think that's a nice way to think about it i saw that once you know if you see a crack coming through the light coming through the crack in the the curtains or a crack in the um the wall and there's light coming through so it's, it encourages us to celebrate the cracks um so and that's how the light gets in and that's in, and that's what we want i'm going to do an exercise with you so i want you to all think back on a mistake that you made recently that really upset you and i want you to describe it briefly just make a note of how it felt at the time how you behaved and your thinking so i'll go through that again so get a piece of paper 
I want you to think back on a mistake you made recently and it upset you. Describe the mistake briefly, write it down and then make a note of how you felt at the time and how you behaved and your thinking around the mistake. Okay, just write it down. We'll give you a little while there. And once you're writing some of this down, so describe the mistake, how you felt, how you behaved and how you thought. Then I want you to make a list of things you can learn from this mistake about yourself and also the task. What can you learn by reading, looking down at the piece of paper now? What can you learn from that? Is there anything you might do differently now as a result of going through that? Or set goals that are realistic and obtainable. Okay, so this is kind of a last little bit. Realistic goals, obtainable. Do you know, we all talk about goals and in my life coaching, I get guys to write down their goals and it's always based on the SMART method. So S-M-A-R-T. S is a specific, M measurable, A attainable, R realistic and T there's a time or you know orientation on it. There's a time scale which is very important as well. So a goal should tick all of those points because if it's not, there's no time on it, if it's way out of your unrealistic and things like that you're not going to achieve it um and you know if there's no timeline on it you're just going to be it's just more of a wish and if it happens it happens if it doesn't it doesn't i'm not too bothered so we need to set the goals that, that fall under that bracket so we need to kind of loosen that grip on perfectionism so for example trying to do everything at work trying to take on all the tasks do everything on your own if if it's going to be done right i i have to do it it's only me because it's my 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 job or my this and my that, my business. However, delegation is huge and I've kind of done it here. And, 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 you know, initially I had to do it all on my own because you're a new business and you're, you want to keep the cost down, but you can't maintain those long hours and those days. So you find the right people, um, you learn to delegate and give them ownership of certain things. So yeah you can kind of keep 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 an eye here and there but not to keep checking on the person or checking in on them and you know be there all the time and you know you know because they won't learn that way so it's it's you know try not to do it all yourself lose that grip on you have to do everything right and perfect um and start to delegate so that's a good way of thinking about it guys so I think I mentioned the story maybe in one of the earlier podcasts, but I'll just finish with this little story about the Zen monk. You might be tired of this one, but uh, if you haven't heard it before, it's really a good example of perfectionism or what we talked about today. So the Zen master was invited to um, a monastery and the monks there were, you know, happy that he were coming, but very stressed about, you know, we wanted to get everything right for them because they were you know obviously a very important person so they're in the zen garden and they got you know they went over it with a fine tooth comb everything was spot on like all the pebbles the water features the trees the leaves were preened to you know the 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 finest um everything was like literally out of a a picture nothing was out of place at all 
everything was clean, perfect in their own heads. Couldn't get any more perfect for this Zen master. So the Zen master arrived in the monastery and he went into the garden and they're all standing around and they're all a bit stressed about how he would view it. And um, he had this kind of confused look on his face and he wasn't not a too not much of a happy look either. So they were looking at each other and they were like, oh no, oh no, what's wrong, what's wrong, what's wrong? The Zen master walks over to the tree in the middle of the Zen garden. He gives it a big shake and about a dozen leaves fall down onto the path below. And he turned to the monks and he said, now it's perfect. So I think that's pretty um, pretty special story, guys, to be honest. It's, it's, it's talking about how it was too polished, it was too... Um, you know, perfect for him. It wasn't realistic. Whereas when he shook the tree and the and the trees and the sorry, the leaves fell off, that was more realistic. That's perfect. That's very good. And that's just a great, a great and uh, you know, um, story to to put across that fact that um, let's not be seeking this, you know, unobtainable perfection because it doesn't exist, guys. If you just go for very good, if you work hard, and if you enjoy the journey. Um, and learn from things that might not go according to plan, but know that you've done the best that you can, happy days, move on to the next task, rather than keep on repeating a task because you think you've failed at it. Okay, so just under the half an hour, so pretty good. Um, hope you got a bit from that, guys. If you did, I'd love you to pop it up on your story, um, on Instagram or Facebook or however you want to, and put it, tag the gym, it would be great, tag Studio 7 Fitness, give it a rating on Apple Podcasts, I'd be delighted if you could, um, uh, appreciate it, and yeah, um, great feedback so far, um, send it on to somebody who you think might be benefit from it as well, and um, yeah, so have a fantastic week, and as I said, just, you know, try and help as many people as possible out there, and remember, there's no such thing as perfection. Just aim to be as good as you can be. Enjoy the process. And um, yeah, I will be talking to you again very soon. Got a couple of nice, um, you know, a couple of good guests lined up. And we'll keep going with the solo podcast as well. So I appreciate all the support. And I will speak to you soon. Have a great week, guys. Take care.